Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 47 of Parenting in Real Life. Uh, to start off our episode today, I'm going to share the real-life parenting moment. It's awesome. It was awesome. I was telling Alan this over dinner, and he started busting up laughing. So, um, I took the kids to Costco the other day because Costco is one of the few stores I will go to with my children because the carts are big and there's samples. I mean, what like what's better than that? Um, and we always eat lunch there, and so that motivates the kids to be good because we're going to eat lunch there. But anyway, we're walking down the aisle, and we're near the end of our trip, and we pass this mom and her son. He looks like he was probably about four, so in between the ages of Nathan and Jack. And as we're walking by, he points to his eyes and then points to the boys. You know, you know, with the two fingers to the, like the I'm, I'm watching, watching you. you <laughs> so he's doing this to our boy, to my boys as I'm walking by. And I'm like, who is this kid? Like, he's just back watching the boys. I think Nathan and Jack didn't really know what to do. They're like, why is he, why is he doing that? <laughs> and then this kid's mom starts busting up laughing. She's like, what are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> I just have so much respect for his parents because they must have taught him. That <laughs> I was like, they must do that to him. I I'm know. watching you. And so he was doing it to kids. Oh. To random kids. I thought that yeah. was funny. I'm like, he doesn't know us. <laughs> it's awesome. That's the best. So sometimes you're going to get glared at. <laughs> Teach your kids cool stuff. That too. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> All right. Awesome. We will be right back after this. So today we're going to be talking about whining. And uh, why? <laughs> whining for adults. How to help adults stop whining. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's about your kids. <laughs> and this is because of our experience yesterday. Um, I think especially Sundays because we usually stay home on Sundays. Um, our kids are more whiny. They're a little more challenging. And all day yesterday afternoon, I feel like they were, everybody was whining, like all ages included. We're just kind of grumpy and get on our nerves. And at one point in the day, Alan had turned on planet earth, I think to like help calm things down. And I curled up on the couch and like covered myself with a blanket. I was just trying to pretend that I wasn't there because I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. So I tried to sleep, but I don't think I actually did, but. We try and do things that are a little bit more chill on Sunday, and Planet Earth is our new go-to. The kids it's love like, it. It's like a nature walk with David Attenborough. <laughs> nature walk when you can't actually do a nature walk because it's yeah. kind of chilly outside. It is getting warmer, though, so we're grateful over that. Um, but we did play a game after that and made some monkey bread, and I think that definitely helped with the older kids. I think, I think they were a little bit better after that, don't you think? Yes. Jack was not. He was a pill through the whole game, and he was a pill after the game, and he was a struggle. This is one of my those things where it's like, I just don't want my kids to be that kid, you know, that's whiny and always crying about things and doesn't know how to handle. I think probably what whininess is, is like they just don't know how to handle disappointment. 
right? You know, like they're, and usually it's because you reward whininess, and so they know that if they whine enough, they'll get what they want. Mm-hmm. But I don't want my kids to be that way. <laughs> so the first thing, so there's kind of two ways to look at the whininess. So toddlers are kind of natural whiners between the ages of three and four. You can help them not whine anymore, but it's going to take a lot of consistency. So there's a couple of steps that you can follow and you have to do this all the time to help your three to four year olds not whine. And then I found some other things that'll help. I think when they're kind of past that point and they should know, at least recognize when they're whining and you can kind of help them get through that. So when you have a whiny toddler, so like I said, about the ages of three and four, they can start to control this. Um, when your child speaks in a whiny voice, and this says say with a smile, so that to show them that you're not angry, um, and say, I'm sorry, but your voice is whiny and my ears don't work well when you whine. So please say that again in your big girl or big girl, boy voice. So I think it's important that you're, you know, say it in a good voice. So you just you're acknowledging them, but you're not showing them that you're reacting to how they're mm-hmm. how they're talking to you. Uh, Simply on Purpose talks about how it's your job as a parent to stay calm. So I think that she says that a lot, a lot, a lot, which I hear because I need to stay calm. That's Um, hard. (laughs) It's so hard, especially when you're tired and you've heard grumpy kids all day. Like it's, it's hard to stay calm. Right. Which is why she talks about like that. That is your job. All else fails. Stay calm. And I think it goes a long way. Like if you stay calm, it solves a lot of the problems with parenting. If the child repeats the whining, then just repeat. You can't hear them. Don't let it escalate. Don't don't give in. Just keep calmly repeating. I can't hear you. And then understand you. Yeah, I understand you. Yeah, both of them I've heard before. Um, If your child changes their tone and are less whiny. You can say, oh, now I can hear you. Thanks for using your big girl voice and respond to them. Or my ears are so happy when you use your big girl voice. Um, So when you hear just that change at all, just make sure that you give them some positive praise and appreciate that they are trying to not whine. (laughs) This is classical, classic like behavior therapy, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you do with dogs. If your dog starts to sit down, you want to praise them and say, good job, because they did something unintentionally, but it was in the right direction, so you want to praise it anyway. So it's the same thing with your kids. Don't wait until they're perfect. Reward directional behavior. If they're a little bit less whiny, say, oh, wow, that was better. You know, like acknowledge the improvement so that they learn like, oh, that was a step in the right direction. I get I get better results going this way. Were those from the few YouTube videos you watch when you <laughs> few YouTube? I watch hours of YouTube. When we had a dog for a short for time. A month. <laughs> for a month. <laughs> sore subject. Still a sore subject for Alan. <laughs> so if after the two initial requests and your child is still whining, then this is just a, then that's when you ignore them to kind of just kind of shrug and Turn like, okay, well, then I just can't respond to that then, and to stay calm as you're doing that. Now, after that, there is the chance that now things are going to start getting crazy and their kids going to start crying and stuff like that. Yeah, then what? 
So then you say, I want to hear you. I really do. But my ears need help. And they, and they really need you to use your big girl voice. So, and then at this point, if the child improves even slightly, or it seems like they're trying to make an effort, then it said, go back to step three, which was to say, oh, now I can hear you. Like just, just for even trying a little bit to give that positive phrase. Important things to note, they say, is that if you want this to work, both parents have to do it. So true. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they'll learn and they'll just go to the one that gives in to whining. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to avoid the power struggle. So try to convey a light tone and encouragement whenever you make the request. And the calmer and less emotional you are when you respond, the easier it will be for your child to focus on the message. Otherwise, if they see their whining is getting a reaction, it will reinforce the bad habit. Oh, curses. <laughs> That's the worst. I know. You're like, oh. <laughs> I don't get to be bad ever. <laughs> Why do they learn from that so quickly? I know. Even Lucy right now. So she's she just turned 13 months, and she has become quite the little screamer when she wants something. Oh, boy. Like she sees food that she wants or she wants to be picked up. She just starts screaming at you. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, this isn't good. So... <laughs> We're even now trying to teach her, like, we're trying not to respond to that right away. And um, we've been trying to, like, teach her more, like, we've never done baby sign language before, but we thought maybe we would try it a little bit to, like, do more or, you know, she can start forming words soon. So maybe if we get her to start saying more soon, that will help instead of just screaming at us. Yep. Give her a positive way to get our attention versus... I I don't go that high. It is so high. For older kids who should know better, um, we found something from a blog called Happy You, Happy Family. And she did research from a couple of different websites. Sweet. So the work was done. I know. Usually I'm the one curating from all the different websites, but she had already done that. So I'm like, awesome. We're going to talk about what she found. Props to you, Happy You, Happy Family. So she says, when your child asks for something, acknowledge them right away. If you're in the middle of something, make eye contact and ask them to wait. Oh, boy. I know. This is where I, their first like couple of days, I'm like, oh, I struggle with that. That is not Alexis's gift. <laughs> okay. You don't have to point it out. Your gift is focus, which is kind of the opposite of this. This is true. One of my superpowers is amazing focus. And when I am doing something, I just tune everything out around me. I don't do it on purpose. It just happens. So a lot of times my kids will come up to me and I'll be doing something else. I just don't even hear them. I don't realize that they're talking to me. And so that, I'm sure that doesn't help. And they probably start whining right away because they know that I'm not listening. <laughs> yes. I'm not giving them the attention that they want. Yes. Um, but I like that you have the option to say, I heard you, but you need to wait. You yeah. know, like you don't have to. Stop everything you're doing every time your kids ask. You can tell them to wait. Yeah. I think this is especially important, like, when you're having a conversation with another adult and, you know, your kid comes up and starts nah, wanting nah, their nah, attention. Nah, yeah. Nah. Yeah. So look them in the eye. Say, wait just a minute. Finish your sentence or whatever. And when there's a pause, you can respond to them. Yeah. And obviously, you need to prove that you will come back. So don't forget about them. And yeah. And just keep talking. <laughs> like, fi- find, so I've, find I've a place that to before. stop. <laughs> I'm like, hold on just a minute. And then I'll just keep talking to my friend. (laughs) Yep, not great. Not great at that part. I need to work on that. That is not recommended. (laughs) 
And you need to show empathy first before getting frustrated with them. So say something like, it does look like a fun toy, and I bet you'd really like it. Should we add it to your birthday list, or should we save your allowance money for it? Um, a psychologist, Tony Studa, says this helps kids learn to delay gratification. Plus, this response gives them hope and empowers them, and it teaches them the importance of saving money. We may have overused this one a little bit. <laughs> I use this one all the time. Well, because our kids, certain kids, want things all the time. And we do give them allowance so that they can save it up and purchase things themselves. So whatever is coming next, whether it's their birthday or Christmas, I will say, okay, maybe for your birthday or okay, maybe for Christmas or why don't you save up your money and you can get it yourself with your allowance. But I feel like this doesn't help them with the importance of saving money. They Because then they just find something else they want to spend their money on. I'm like, remember we talked about that thing? Don't you want to save up for that? And they're just like, no, I want to buy this now. And I'm like, oh, It God. doesn't help with the money or they haven't put together the dots that yeah. like I need to prioritize and all of that. But they're young. But it does help with whining. It does. Because you're like, okay. And I would say the oldest three are to the point – the five-year-old and up can all say like, okay, yeah, I'll, I can wait for this or I'll save for this or whatever. Yeah. They know that we just don't buy stuff. Yep. Randomly. So we don't, that's not what our whining's about. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so the next one is show your kid what whining sounds like when you're both calm. Um, I've actually did this before with Cammy, and <laughs> it was when she was whining and I kind of whined back to her and it made her laugh and then she quit whining. But I found that for other kids I've done this for, it was not effective. (laughs) And they just kind of looked at me like, why are you doing that? And kept whining. So I think the important part is do it when you're both calm. So maybe Mm -hmm. give them an example of a later period, you know, like this is what whining sounds like and which voice do you like better? You know? Yeah. So this makes me think of like, we've talked about sometimes like talking to them in their room because that's their safe space. So go to their, them in their room after, the heat of the moment when it's in the past um, and then have that conversation. Because otherwise, especially if you've got stubborn cusses. Which we have a couple of those. At least three. Oh, Um, man. We are potty training Jack right now and it's not going well because he is quite the stubborn kid. Just not into it. (laughs) Um, The next thing is to acknowledge it when they don't whine by saying, thanks for using your normal voice. My ears love that voice. Things like that. Just... We are so quick to acknowledge bad and not good. And so find opportunities to acknowledge the good. And then this says, don't ignore it. Kids can whine all day, easily outlasting a parent who is trying to tune it out. So true. Then I feel like the, the whining, it just doesn't stop. It's a gift. Yeah. So they said, the, and this is a um, PhD, Renee Hackney. She says, the longer you get your child you let your child complain, the more determined they'll become to get their way. So instead help your child or help your child understand that their whining voice is very hard to listen to. So you can say things like, I kind of understand you when you whine, or if you want to tell me how you feel, then I need you to use your regular voice, which is, was mentioned earlier before. Um, but the ignoring it was what I was doing on Sunday. I was just trying to ignore it. And I thought maybe if I just don't respond, it'll just stop happening. <laughs> that was wrong. That was very wrong. We just kept going. <laughs> the next one is be playful. A mom said she uses a cup or a bowl or whatever's on hand and asks her to pour it out 
pour out your wine and bring me your regular voice. I like that. Um, it gets a smile, or at least a, oh, mom, look, and then they usually change their tone. So then she thanks her child for using their pleasant voice. Um, I was thinking, I don't know if our kids would get that, because we don't drink wine. And so I don't know if they know what wine is. Because <laughs> you kind of have to know, like, that you pour wine, that it's also a drink. Yeah. But, right? I feel like in your- the point is be playful. You don't have yeah. to say that specific thing. <laughs> it's a cute example, you know. Right. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of ways you could have fun with it. I like to tease our kids when they whine. Is it the ambulance one? <laughs> That's mostly insulting, but um, <laughs> I like when I, one of my favorites that my parents did with me and it works pretty good on our kids is the don't smile. If you tell a grumpy kid, especially if they're fake grumpy like that to not smile, it is super hard for them not to smile. And so that usually gets them laughing and then you can usually have a more positive tone. Yeah. I guess it's hard for them to whine after they've been laughing. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And then the last one is to reconnect. So spend some focused time with your kid, whether that's reading or cooking a meal or doing something that, that the child enjoys and that a few minutes connecting with your child once or twice a day can make a huge difference for families, especially when you're dealing with difficult behaviors. Um, so as I mentioned before, we ended up playing a board game and um, eating some monkey bread. And I really do think that helped with the older kids because we got to spend some time with them. It wasn't one-on-one time, but we were doing an activity rather than just sitting around hoping they'd stop bugging us. <laughs> so we were engaged with them. We were talking to them and stuff. So it was um, a better experience for those kids after. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way. I always say that. There's just no shortcut around it. Like The one-on-one time? Yep. Yep. So do you, one-on-one your time. Your kids need to know you love them, mm-hmm. first and foremost. For me, it's, it's just so hard to find the time, especially when they're in school. So like the older kids, they're in school all day. They come home and do homework. So I try to do the one-on-one time without you supposed to do their reading. And so I try to do one-on-one reading with them. And so that's when I try to do that one-on-one time for the older kids who are at school. Because I think it's a little bit easier during the day with the younger kids because mm-hmm. you are home with them all day. But um, with the older kids, when they're gone so much and then they want to go out and play or they have activities, it's just you run out of time. Yep. And I'm not a scientist, but I don't know. One-on-one certainly is the gold standard. But I think it's okay to just spend quality time with your kids, which to me means phone free at their level, doing something they want to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a bunch of them, which for us, like just logistically, it's usually going to be, mm-hmm. but I've seen our kids respond really positively to mom and dad laying on the ground and playing whatever they're playing, whether it's a game or imaginary something or wrestling or whatever. They really like when mom and dad are just, down on their level doing their stuff. And they recognize that even if it's not mano y mano. Yeah. One-on-one. Mano y mano. (laughs) I don't speak whatever language that is. If that's a swear word, I apologize. It wasn't. You're good. You're good. Phew. So, to wrap up, whining's the worst. (laughs) But... The way to solve it is to not react, right? Don't give in. Your job as a parent is to be calm. And so stay calm. 
and try and help them realize that they're not going to get a better result by whining. And so you do that by staying calm, ignoring if you have to, um, but then rewarding them when they do make steps in the right direction. If they start to ask in a nicer voice, then reward it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's moving in the right direction. For older kids, you can be a little bit more direct, um, but really it comes down to the same thing, that you don't respond to whining and you do um, help them see that it's wrong and change it before you respond. And don't ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. The first one says ignore it, but the second one says don't ignore it. Eventually. And part of that's because of toddler, right? Like, I think there is a difference between a toddler. Like a tantrum, a dog tantrum. Like, I mean, they've always talked about, like, if your kid's throwing a tantrum, like, you can ignore it. Like, walk away, you know? And it's not saying ignore it. The difference is, like, one, one ignore was referring to, like, just flat out ignoring it, right? You need to acknowledge your kid. And then the other one, it was saying, as the fifth step, when you've already tried other things, it is okay to ignore it. Yeah. You can walk away. You don't have to cave, yeah. So that's, go. I think, the difference. Okay. I like it. Is that fair? Yes. Good. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found some helpful tips. You can follow us and should follow us on Instagram at PIRL Podcast or Lorkeet Sisters. You can tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. You can also find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash P-I-R-L. And please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, give us a rating. We, I think, generally are found because people either search parenting or people tell other people about it. So if you know a parent that you think could benefit from laughing a little bit about parenting and maybe learning some things about parenting... Share our podcast. That's where how I find all the podcasts I listen to is by people saying, oh, this is good. So anyways. Podcasts are becoming more popular. I heard someone today just be like, oh, you should listen to this podcast, you know? So when people are asking, hey, what's a good parenting podcast? Give a little plug in. Mm That'd be great. Thanks. (laughs) We appreciate it. And as always, a special thanks to our five kids for being 